My guest today is Dr. Serena Goldstein, who is um, talking to me from San Francisco in the United States. Now, welcome to the podcast, Serena. What is your passion? My passion is for people to trust themselves and to trust what their body is saying, um, especially when it comes to health. So to further elaborate, there are many times when I know we have symptoms and, okay, we need to go to the doctor for this, get this medication, get this supplement, eat this food. But what I began to notice over the years in practice and then through my own personal journey was that maybe my physical symptoms were actually saying quite a bit more than just, you know, what's the single answer. So for example, I worked a lot with hormones. The endocrine system has about seven different organ systems. So just by merely replacing or fixing a hormone, you're kind of negating the work of how all those organ systems interact together. So many times it wasn't just going after the hormone itself, but I had to really look at the big picture. And then there were other times that sometimes people would get symptoms. Let's say if you get really nervous or there's some anxiety and you feel it in your gut. But other than that, you wouldn't really classify yourself as having GI issues per se. So it's like, there's so many different ways that the body talks to us. And once again, we're more than just weight and hormones. We're more than just the specialists we see. We're more than, you know, what we're taught to see is the fix it. So by being able to expand that view is like, oh my God, if we realize that maybe some of it was brought on through a circumstance in our life, or there's other languages that have yet to be uncovered, let's also take those into account. And it's, it's a whole new understanding of the body, but yet it's actually a very ancient understanding too. So bringing that to light is just, ah, oh, it lights me up. I mean, that must have been quite a journey for you when you discovered this. Oh, yes. Um, so this is going back and even in these very recent times, piecing together my own life of when I was a little girl, I figured we were put on this earth to be happy. Seriously, why else? Like no other reason made sense to me. And, you know, but I grew up, I'm actually a native New Yorker, Upper East Side, the accomplishments and so on and so forth. But in my head, I also wanted to know why we were here. Just, I was always at, you know, thinking just why, what's this big picture? So when I discovered, so my first passion was psychology through my own self-research in high school, then having a therapist who inspired me to be a healer. When I found naturopathic medicine, it was because I knew pharmaceuticals weren't the only answer. So while this degree affords me learning that same thing, I was like, but isn't there more? Considering my mom used to cook like these really healthy meals. So I knew that food, you know, had to, had to factor into it. With this degree, I was really able to branch out in that career of just speaking, writing, seeing patients. And yet when everyone then started coming to me after the cleanses, after the taking the 30 different supplements, after trying all the diets, something wasn't working. And a lot of that was also just their own motivation. So it was just through psychology, through medicine of like, 
what's this missing link? And sure enough, as all this is happening, I'm going through my own journey. My own medical history is weight and hormones. I know what it's like to be on five different diets at once and then think cardio is the be all and end all, and then be so petrified of the scale because that's where all my self-worth was. So the more people really began, you know, expressing everything that I was, I realized that we are so much more than just our concerns. Um, I did study in Ecuador for two months back in college. Um, I've taken medical anthropology. I was always, you know, I always loved history. So in this piecing of my life together was, wait a second, maybe nothing really happened to me, but for me. So what's my story? And could that be linked to my symptoms? And sure enough, the amount of correlations and, you know, including the, um, you know, even getting into the so-called headier side of things, the emotional and spiritual side, you know, think like, you know, if someone, you know, has some back issues, back is your structure, something like cholesterol, like the backbone of cholesterol, you know, all these metaphors. And I was like, wait a second, even the fat cell has 10 different receptors on it. So why are we thinking there's a quick fix? Oh, so if you could imagine that my mind, I felt like a kid in a candy shop, just, just devouring all this knowledge and realizations coming into the place of, it's not that our concerns will never go away, but it's really bringing us back into our body and our own sovereignty of what we can do and the questions to ask, because we know we're not crazy. Our body's clearly telling us something for a reason but it may not always be just what we're taught. There is logic to that. And like you say, all of this knowledge that you've devoured over time and learned from, I mean, that, um, that is part of the journey. Now, I was looking at your website. You mentioned about the body being a metaphor for life or words to that effect. Um, can you explain what you mean by that? Of course. So that first example that I gave, you know, about the fat cell, about it, how it has all those different receptors is that metaphor of, so, um, you know, where in our life can we truly optimize? So for example, some of those receptors are vitamin D, inflammation, those like insulin, which is related to blood sugar. And so it's not just so-called the sugar we eat, but, you know, blood sugar imbalances can be due to stress which can also be due to sleep issues. So from that side, it's understanding the body of what is this trying to tell us throughout our health habits. And then the other you know, phrase I wound up saying a lot to people too was balanced life, balanced hormones. Because the one way, one way we do something, it takes a lot of energy to try to live our lives in all these separate, like, work, family, and then health is kind of seen as this extra thing to take care of. Or on the other hand, it totally consumes our life. So where else in your routine are things not congruent? Where are you trying to do everything at once? Where are you not making time for things? Where are you trying to find the quick fix? So understanding, too, like the many functions of the body, even including in one organ system, how everything works together, 
well, that's just like life. You know, if we think health, stress management, heck, even the people that we hang out with, that's part of life. So if there's not a health, you know, um, a congruency, because, you know, the, the phrase, we're only as strong as our weakest link. Well, that's going to take a toll on our health. And then whatever takes a toll on our health, it's going to take a toll on our life. So a lot of those answers, you know, are just really bringing health to the forefront through the emotional, spiritual, and even the physical causes of what's happening within our body. Well, I, I was going to say that um, a lot of what you're describing sounds like it's very much um, about the mind rather than the physical body, but you're saying it's sort of both. It is both. And you're right to pick up on that because I think that's a huge piece that's not really talked about in medicine per se. Um, you know, when I think of, all right, let's say to make a diagnosis for someone, it's like they have to check the boxes, but there's also a lot of what we call ICD-10 codes, you know, the diagnostics that are also diagnoses of exclusion, like IBS, for example, irritable bowel syndrome. No one really like, there's no test per se, but every other test is ran to rule that out. So it's described as more psychological. And then there's usually some other concerns, but yet there's also things that are happening, you know, within, you know, physically as well in the body that could be contributing to literally dis-ease. So this is really bringing that mental emotional piece, you know, including when I'm looking at family history, what were the patterns and habits of your, you know, of your generations, you know, of your family before you too, that were somehow ingrained. Bring, being able to bring that all to the forefront is, is so needed and to be discussed. I feel that we should um, point out here, and, and your website says at the bottom that you're not a medical doctor. You're, as you say, is it a naturopic, something like that? Is that the word? Close. So it's actually funny. So here in the U.S., on the East Coast, it's pronounced naturopathic. And on the West Coast, it's, I want to say naturopathic. So... I've kept my New York accent all these years, so I will say naturopathic. Um, so as a naturopathic doctor, why I have that disclaimer on there at this point is there are about half the states in the U.S. are licensed. So that means we can act like primary care, diagnose, do physical exams, order blood work, take blood, you know, and so forth. However, there are states that are not licensed where we're seen more as consultants. So like when I was practicing in New York, which is an unlicensed state, I did have an out-of-state license to say like, hey, you know, I did all this schooling, but I always made sure that people had a primary care and that I was linked to referral sources. So, you know, I could refer them as well. Um, so in that sense, you know, they understand that, hey, I can work with their primary care and getting what they need. But, you know, just, you know, from that point of view, it's like we're doing more, you know, talking, consulting, you know, what they while I'm still able to really understand everything that's happening from the conventional medical side. 
Yeah, well, th- thank you for yeah. clearing that up. And uh, one, one thing I wanted to ask you was that um, I, I notice, and I'm sure many people do, that there is a lot of prescription happening now a lot of people kind of relying on on pills and um you know the more traditional forms of medicine and looking up the kind of doctor that you are um how do you feel about that do you feel that people have become perhaps a little bit too dependent and perhaps should listen to their bodies a little bit more I think it's multiple fold and kind of like what you said, you know, it's being able to listen to our body, but part of intuition comes from knowledge. So how can we understand that intuition if we haven't really been taught or made aware? Um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of marketing, especially here in the U S you know, even down to supplements So this is where someone may say, I want to get off all my pharmaceuticals. Okay, but are you willing to put in the work? What does it mean to give up these certain foods and add in other ones? What about hobbies? What about friends? Because we know friends can be very influential. You know, a certain lifestyle. So there's that piece, but then there may also be if people also need to, I hear it a lot with psych, with psych related meds that they never want to go off of them. And to that, I also say, okay, so where, where would you like to go? What are some of your goals? It's knowing that people can have the freedom because all types of medicine have their role. And that, that was another big piece that I started realizing too. I was never against, you know, one or the other. And Actually, I have a lot of wonderful colleagues who are MDs, you know, friends and colleagues. And we may like they may want what's best for the patient, but yet they'll get bad mouthed by the patient. But that's literally their schooling and what they, you know, that that's their healing modality. So if there's a way for us to at, a, at all of it, like to work together and to, you know, to help the patient understand that, hey, Maybe a lot of your concerns are lifestyle based. That is a possibility. Or if you're really beholden to them, we'll work around them. Maybe there's a middle ground, but it's all, it's all neutral. Like one is not better than the other per se, if that's what the person really needs. And I think that's, that's another huge piece because then also that would take marketing and all this stuff away too. Yeah. I think it's all on a case-by-case basis, isn't it? Yeah. Because we're so unique as humans. Um, you know, for example, uh, if anyone's familiar with astrology, so as I joke, it's like literally the only constant right now, <laughs> you know, the planets in the sky. Um, but when we're born, we all have a specific natal chart. And a natal chart is part of who we are. It does not make or break us. So that's the other thing. We can also rely too much per se on certain modalities as well. But the, um, the example with the natal chart is that two people can be born, you know, at the same time, you know, at the same time frame, but yet there's a planet that it may shift and that's your ascending. Like that's why it's so important to know your birth time. 
but then your planets may also shift wherever you are in the world. So here's something where your ascending can shift, like even if you're born like a couple of minutes, which is why even twins can have a completely different natal charts. And kind of going back to how unique we are, because that means our predisposition to dealing with things is going to be very different. Some people may face the same scenario. One will be completely traumatized. The other will brush it off. So, which is also will affect our physiology, will affect the way we live our lives. So, yeah, we're so, but seeing that as a beautiful, unique, it also goes to show that even being so-called put in a diagnosis box, you have to break a few holes. Well, it's, it's amazing, really, how different everyone is considering what you just said. I mean, there must be. Do, do you ever find that there is fear because it's almost an unknown as opposed to, you know, things that we do know or have proven? It's really funny you say this because, yeah, the homepage of my website is also teaching people to trust the unknown and straight up. I wouldn't be preaching this if I wasn't practicing it either. Because one of the big pieces for me in stepping into this brand was it feels so good and aligned for me to practice what I preach. But that also means I had to weed through those old scripts of what I've been taught. And it's not that they were wrong because it was right for what it was because as a human species, we understand dichotomy like we wouldn't understand wellness without being unwell. So when we know what's coming to us, yeah, that's the known. So then the unknown, we're, we're also taught to control or to just, you know, we kind of go right into that old like limbic system of, okay, you know, a little spiral, a little rumination and so forth. But trusting the unknown and trusting your body also means that you will always know what to do every step of the way, even if a new symptom pops up, even if a new scenario or, you know, new whatever comes up. On the other side of things, what if you also heal so much more than you ever put that cap on? And that was the other thing that started happening with my patients is that I would say as because this brand was really forming even before, you know, this website per se came about was that almost every patient was saying to me, I've never learned so much about my body until I worked with you. Because not only were they getting the long-term results where they really felt like they knew so much more, but their lives were changing. Their businesses were changing. Their friendships were changing. Like all these dynamics, they we're now congruent and more things started coming in. That wasn't just a, what if it was just the, Oh wait, what if more than what I want works out? And what if this lesson was actually for me instead of, you know, to me and the woe is me. So shifting that as well, it's, it's big. It's, um, well, certainly from your yeah. positivity, um, it must work in in some way even if sometimes um those who are uninitiated can't quite explain um where 
the change comes from. But um, one one thing I wanted to ask you was that uh, if anybody wanted to find out more about what you're talking about, can you recommend any reading materials or websites that they can check out? Yeah, of course. So off the top of my head, uh, if you go to my website, and I'm also very Googleable too. Um, so I do offer complimentary 20 minute phone calls where we can even just chat personally. I can do international and so forth. Um, but also I have a press page on my website so you can get a sense of, you know, any other videos, writing material. And I'd say one of the biggest pieces is social media because I post pretty regularly on there and same thing like shifting from the general recommendations, you know, like even in my blogs as well, but as I said, the regular posting on social media is more of what I realized in posing questions is helping you get the answers you need. And then to help also help you kind of see my thought process too, because our work together will be that guide, you know, that guide through supplements and lifestyle and, you know, whatever else I'm really picking up on that. Ooh, maybe here's your, you know, the big blaring piece that we need right now. And, or even just saying, Hey, look at how far you've come to, because we all need that as humans, we're our own worst judge. So yeah, you can find me on Facebook at Dr. Serena Goldstein. You just type that in. You'll see Serena Goldstein, ND. And then on Instagram is Dr. Serena G. So those are two super easy ways to find me. Well, I find this absolutely fascinating. And I could listen to you for hours talking about this. I find this <laughs> such a fascinating um, concept because I myself have been on traditional medication, but I'm always um, interested in other ways round and in kind of believing in myself and looking at ways personally. So it's something I really identify with. So, you know, thank you for um, sharing your expertise with uh, the listeners and the uh, viewers as well. Yeah, of course. And thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm.